The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, we answer a very important question. What is happening with our dubs? Our dubs are in free fall right now, and I need to know what is going on, folks. So, yeah, it's a Golden State episode. We break down everything. Not only do we get into my opinions, but we also are joined by two special guests, the Light Years Boys, two of the hottest podcasters on these blue wire streets. I think they're honestly probably the best follow on Twitter for a team duo, like somebody that covers an NBA team, their engagement's through the roof, they're funny as fuck. They're not afraid to say what truth it is. And so we get to the truth. What's happening with our dubs? So much to get into, Nick. So drop that beat. By now, you probably know. You probably know the truth about what's going on with the Golden State Warriors. But if you're living under a rock right now, Warriors, as we sit are 6-9, and nine. it's bad, and 0-8 oh and on the road. 0-8 oh on the road, losing to, to teams like the Detroit Pistons, like the Orlando Magic, like the Charlotte Hornets without LaMelo. The worst start ever in history for any defending champion ever. That's a stat. So what's going on? Well, so... Well, things are not going as well as they thought. Things started about as bad as possible. Before the season even began, as we all know, if you don't know this, I don't know, you just must not be following the game. Uh, The Warriors got involved with what Steve Kerr called the greatest crisis in his time with the team. The punch hurt around the world. Draymond Green cold-cocked Jordan Poole and knocked him smooth the fuck out. And then the video was leaked. And then that was even worse. The Warriors had to go into full crisis mode. Draymond is going to be suspended. They're finding an, somebody who's they're running an investigation. Who's the one who leaked the video and sold it to DMZ? And you know what? Nothing's really ever been good since. Like Jordan Poole, the guy who got cold cocked, he hasn't been the same. He's not starting. He was sixth man of the year candidate. He hasn't been good. The whole season has been one long crisis after crisis. But it all comes to a head. Last night, two nights ago, because you're probably listening to this on Friday, absolute ass whooping. 
by the Phoenix Suns. 130 to 119. And what'd Steph do on that night? Uh, checks notes. Had 50. Put up 50 points. A 50 nugget piece. And you know what? He didn't seem happy. Think of that. A historic night for Steph. And the team basically still got blown out. Before last night, Steph had 50 or more 10 times in his career. Think about that. Actually, for just one second. Steph Curry has had 50 points or more 10 times or more. That's crazy. They've only lost twice in those 10 times. This is the bottom line about this loss. If Steph Curry puts up 30, a normal 30-point night, which is what he's averaging right now, this team loses by 31 points. Pretty much how the game felt, not close. Mikael Bridges absolutely sunned Klay Thompson on the bench, splashing a three and then throwing the three fingers in Clay's face to essentially mock Clay for throwing up four for four rings, just like three more points in you guys' face. I'd say it's rock bottom right now for our dubs. Right, right, right now our dubs are in peril. We need to support them, and we need to identify what's going wrong. And we need to really sort of analyze and diagnose how it gets better. The Light Years boys called it the worst loss of the year by far. So what is wrong in Golden State? I have five things that I think are wrong. One, no depth or veteran role players. Two, claim is boo-boo right now. Three, they have a bottom three defense in the league. Trash defense. The thing that the Warriors do really well, they suck at. Four, young guys that are supposed to step up, not performing. In some ways, regressing. And five, the vibes are bad. It's bad vibes. All the things you think of when you think of the Warriors, the shimmying, the night-night, the pretending to boo-boo on the court. None of those things, yeah, he does that. None of those things are happening right now. Nothing. Not the three, turn around, look at the crowd. Not a smile, not a wink, not a laugh. So first and foremost, let's talk about the no depth. None. For a team that was rolling 12 deep last year, the guys off the bench this season have largely been on milk cartons. Let's be honest. Here are the players off the championship team who are no longer with the Warriors. Namin Bialicha, I think. Damian Lee. Gary Payton is second. Otto Porter. Juan Toscano-Anderson, JTA. Quinn Weatherspoon and Chris Chioza. Like, maybe you don't think this is, like, a good role player. Maybe this, like, this doesn't move you. But if this doesn't move you, let me introduce you to the role players now because <laughs> it's really bad. None of those guys, with the exception of Gary Payton II, is really known to any non-Warriors fan. But you take them as a whole, and they all play well. They all know their role. Damian Lee was really, really good. Otto Porter was a plus 14 in the 19 playoff games last year and a plus 110 overall for the playoffs. That's pretty good for a guy off the bench. Gary Payton was a combined plus 35 in his final five games against the Celtics. Damian Lee spent four years in the Warriors system. Toscano Anderson, three. Those guys knew the ropes. They knew what Warriors basketball looked like. They replaced those vets with Jamichael Green and Dante DiVincenzo, two players with zero experience 
playing in the Golden State system. So is it a shock that the Warriors are falling apart when the second unit is on the floor? And now you've got Jordan Poole that has to be the floor general? Sorry. They don't call it uh, Poole pool regiment. They call it the pool party. You know what I mean? They call it the pool party. Pool Jordan Poole wants to come in and get buckets. It's not uh, the pool orchestra. You know? It's the pool party. We're getting fucking lit. You know what I'm saying? And now Jordan Poole has to be the guy that runs this ship. I don't they don't call it the the pool pilot. No. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Number two, Clay. Clay t- is just terrible. Just, just a bad, it's boo-boo right now. And I hate to say, I love Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson grew up in Portland. Yeah, I have a special love for Portland guys. John Hollinger said this, and I was like, damn. Damn, it's so true, and it's such a shot. It's like a, it's like a knife to the heart. John Hollinger said, quote, I didn't think I'd have Clay Thompson turning into Russell Westbrook on my bingo card, but here we are. Problem is, that savage statement's kind of true, is it not? Clay is, he is in a slump. He's in a terrible shooting slump. He is not himself, and this is, let's be honest, it's, it's hurting the Warriors. Hurting the Warriors in every single facet of the game, and He's one of the best shooters of our generation. And what do shooters do when they're in a slump? They fucking keep shooting. That's what they do. Have you seen Russell Westbrook? That's what he's doing, and he's not even a shooter. And the Warriors, problem with that little mentality is the Warriors are losing games because he's chucking from the logo and he's bricking. And everyone knows, his teammates included, know that shit's not going in. As soon as he lets it fly... Everyone starts to look the other way to go back on defense. And not because he's going to make it. Not because he's going to make it. He's had exactly one 20-point scoring game this year. He has had eight games with five or more missed threes. He is shooting a, an atrocious 35% from the field. Not from three. From the field this year. And worse, everything is drawing the front of the rim. He's got no lift in his legs. We'll get into that. But it all came to a head last night because not only was Clay Thompson, two nights ago, not only was he terrible, six for 17 from the field, three for nine from three, but it was just the teammates looking at him like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Staff just looking resigned. Like, ugh. Like, Steph, if you look back at the tape, because I did this afternoon, he, Steph's just like, he's got his hands in the air as soon as Clay lets it fly. Jordan Poole puts his hand on his head. Who does that? He's like, oh, no. Yes, Draymond shaking his head. Just, ugh, yuck. Three seconds into the shot clock. Two seconds into the shot clock. Chuck, chuck. A very crucial point in time, too, in the third quarter. When is the last, ask me, riddle me this. 
when is the last time you have ever seen Steph Curry look absolutely exasperated by Klay Thompson? Like this fucking guy. Never. Never. Now. The answer is now. Only. So this is, and Clay, Clay wasn't bad in the finals or in the playoffs. Because a lot of people were like, oh, he's never going to be the same again. He's not at full strength. That injury really fucked him up. And to that I say, yes, he's not going to be 2019 Clay again. However, he averaged 19-4-2 in the playoffs. It's pretty good. He averaged 17-3-2 in the finals. That was five months ago. So why is he so bad right now? This is what I think happened. I've been th- doing some thinking. I've put my thinking cap on and trying to get into the Clay Thompson soul. One, I mean, he played great. And then you go into an offseason and you've been partying and celebrating and now you need to get back into it. But what happened the last time you were in an offseason where you weren't just rehabbing and rehabbing and rehabbing? Because let's be honest, Clay Thompson wasn't able to play pickup games last summer. No, he wasn't. He was in a PT room, stretching out his ACL, doing work on his Achilles, doing mobility stuff, doing strength work. He wasn't up and down at Lifetime Fitness with Devin Booker. No. So this is the first year he was able to really do those off-season runs that they talk about. Five-on-five drills, all that stuff. So what does he do? He's like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm not going to do that because that's where I popped my Achilles last time. So he stays away. He, there's articles written about Clay Thompson's not doing pickup pickups. He's not doing scrimmages. None of that. His training camp, he comes in late, and he's out of shape. I mean, not out of shape for you and me, but out of shape for an NBA player. And his de- conditioning has declined. And thus, when he starts playing games, when your conditioning isn't right, and your legs don't have lift because you're not strong or, you know, endurance, which only comes from playing basketball, not from doing anything else. You can only do it by playing basketball. When that conditioning is not up to par and you're playing 30 minutes a game, now you're hitting the front of the rim in your threes. Now you don't have lift. Now you're not able to sustain a full game and play at that level. So now your performance is declining. And now what happens? Me, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless. Stephen A., all these pundits are, who else? Charles Barkley. Clay's not the same. Clay's washed. Something's wrong with Clay. I don't know, man. He shouldn't be on this team. He's never going to return back to where he was. And Clay's like, dude, I'm still getting back to where I'm supposed to be. I didn't play any basketball this offseason. You're bad, Clay, but also I get it. That's what trauma does. That's how mental anguish works. He's got his own stuff to work out. And then what happens when the world comes after him? Emotionally, it's the first time that Clay physically isn't able to do what he wants and everyone has expectations that he will. And emotionally, that shit has a toll. And now he's fighting with Ronnie 2K over his rating. And he's calling him a clown. And he's popping off at Devin Booker getting ejected from games. And now he's doing articles with Ramona Shelburne on his sailboat. And now he's doing one-on-ones with Chris Haynes. And now you're like, I think Clay's in his feelings. I think Clay, now he's saying, listen, just remember I was a part of those four championships. Never forget that shit. I'm still that guy. And it's like. Yo, Clay, nobody ever said you weren't a part of those four championships. We're just saying you're boo-boo right now. And I think that Steve Kerr's comments 
show that this theory has some truth to it? Uh, it took a lot of quick shots. You know, he, Clay um, continues to come down and, and uh, try to shoot his way out of a, an early season slump um, every night. And um, he, he's, he's, he's pressing. And he was pressing tonight. And uh, the guy's got a, a lot of weight on his shoulders with um, the injuries and uh, where he feels like he is right now, where he wants to be. Um, you know, so we have to help Clay, uh, help him get out of his own way. And when he... Get out of his own way! Get through his frustration, the game will come to him and he'll be, he'll be fine. And he's going to play at a really high level because he's still got it. Clay's still got it. Uh, but right now he's, um, he's playing in a frustrated manner. It's leading to a lot of uh, quick shots. And um, he knows that. Um, and we've got to help him through that and we we know how much clay has done for this franchise and uh and our city the bay area so we're gonna help him help him through it and he's gonna get there support clay support him so i don't think that this is a long-term problem i think he just needs to get back in a condition he eventually will be himself he's never gonna be 2019 clay again but that pure shot doesn't go away but in the present like I said, he's had not one, but two interviews dropped this week. One from Chris Haynes, one from Ramona Shelburne, and they feel very emo, honestly. He's trending right now on Twitter at this very moment. And Clay returning to some version of at least where he was in the playoffs last year is absolutely critical. And if he doesn't, it's night-night sleep mask for them.